Okay, so we so so we're just trying to follow the Holy Spirit here and just what he's what he's up to. And yeah, it does feel like it would be great to just share some stories because we've actually got so many that God has been doing, not just with Mike and Mariev and their family. Like I mean it's incredible not to take away from that in any way, but we just want to build on that actually. And um so yeah, so we wanna ask there are a couple of people we've asked to share. Um maybe and I know Andre's <laughs> for a thing to share. It might be cool. Um, Andre is a very good sharer, guys. But Andre, do you want to come up and share your story? And then we've got a couple of other people who just love to release and hear what God's been doing. Awesome. Hi, everyone. I am so excited. You've got to understand this has been a week. This has been a week where you know, you just get to know that God is alive, God is walking with you. You know, sometimes you feel you're like far away, and then you go to a prayer meeting. So last week, Tuesday, we went out to Sunnydale. A lot of you know my, my testimony I shared last week. So if you want to hear it again, there's a podcast coming out on Wayne Turner's show. 107.5 CCFM, changing lives for good. <laughs> Tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, guys. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be good. Okay, so you'll hear most of that. But I just want to give you an update. So I just want to get quickly to last week, Tuesday. So the guys were praying for me, you know, and there was a, a whole lot of us around. Susan couldn't reach me, so she put her foot on top of my foot so that she could pray for me. Uh, Dylan was there. Um, Rosie was there. My wife was there. Margaret was there. I don't know who else was there, and they prayed for me. I didn't hear anybody. I only heard Rosie. And I want to tell you, the passion that she prayed, the, with which she prayed for me, was, was astounding. I only heard all the noise, all those people. And my heart got hot. Now, those of you who don't know, I was scheduled to have a heart transplant. So when she prayed for me, and my heart got so hot, Susan's foot, she, she said, my foot's getting warm, and she's got cold feet. I don't know that, she told me. Okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and so incredibly, when it got so hot and I, and, uh, and I just knew something had happened, I knew God had touched me. Let me just fast forward you to the next day. The next day we're in the hospital, we meet with the, uh, the heart transplant team, and the transplant team says to us, by the way, let me just quickly go back to that night. It's the first time anybody's asked me as a pastor to pray this way. And what the guy said is, ask the person who you're praying for how they want you to pray. My answer to them, to the guys around me was, I don't want a transplant. I want my heart to be restored. I want this one. It means I die tomorrow. It doesn't matter. Day after, a month, a year, it doesn't matter. I'm happy with what I've got, and I'll just trust God every day for that, okay? Next day, we go to the transplant team. They tell me, Andre, we unfortunately will not be able to offer you a heart. And Debbie and I both went, sure, that's what a relief, you know? <laughs> they looked at us as if to say, what's wrong with you, you know? And um, so we just said, no, we, we trust in God, and we could, in my wife, she's incredible. That woman, I tell you what, 
She's just incredible. She shared with the doctors, every time we go there, she shares with them to say, we're believing in faith that my husband will be healed. And they look at you and she says, you know science, you know everything, but we know God. She tells them every time. <laughs> I'm so proud, I almost want to like hide, but she's out there and she's just being vocal about her, that, that she's trusting God for this, you know. Anyway, fast forward to Thursday. We're in the radio inter interview with Wayne Turner of CZFM 107.5, <laughs> and we're with him, and we're doing the interview. So remember that they spoke about my ejection fraction rate being only 10%, and that the average person's is between 50 and 75%. They spoke about that. Okay, and we were talking about it on the radio, on the airway. So Dylan, so three quarters of the way through, Dylan gets a WhatsApp, because Debbie's trying to get hold of me. She doesn't get hold of me. Her phone's on on flight mode, so she sends a message to Dylan, to, to Heike, who sends a message to Dylan, who's in the studio with us, to say, Andre, Debbie has important news, urgent, important news to share with Andre. So we're in the middle of a radio thing, so we can't now just stop the thing, you know? I mean, after all, we're on 107.5. <laughs> <laughs> so Dylan shows it to me while we're recording. So I said, no, it's okay, don't worry. I'll phone her back, we've only got 10 more minutes to go. And then two or three minutes later, Dylan gets this thing again. So I'm talking, I'm sharing my testimony on, 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 the, on the wireless. And, uh, but he's taking the phone and he takes the phone, he shows it to 107.5 FM, Wayne Turner, shows it to him, and now the two of them are distracting me. I'm trying to talk into the shit. They're going, you know, it's going backwards and forwards. I, I, so eventually, Wayne goes, so he pushes pause, so he lets me read the WhatsApp, he says, we have to stop you, you know, and in the WhatsApp, some of you have received it, in the WhatsApp, I, that I was diagnosed with chronic heart failure, as well as a dilated cardiomyopathy, which basically means that the heart wall, the walls on the heart have collapsed, okay, they cannot be repaired, they have collapsed, okay, and um, my, my ejection fraction rate was at 10%, if you're between 30 and 50%, I'm just saying, repeating this for the, new, for the newbies. Um, if I, between 30 and 50%, you're in, in danger point, okay? Mine was at 10%. So I was a walking miracle. The one doctor said, I don't know how you're here. This is just a miracle. We get the WhatsApp, and the WhatsApp says to me, your ejection fraction rate is now 44%. That... That is, when we got that, I couldn't speak further. I was like, I just had to cry for a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. And uh, just knowing that, that, you know what, and I understand, and I understand there are a lot of people that are ill that have been praying for a long time for God to touch them in a special way. And God has his own timing. But for me, when I received that message, I knew that God was walking with me. My time is not now. As I finished my, my, my preach last week, I said, my story continues, you know, and it continues. I am so excited. I'm like a teenager, man. <laughs> serious. I, serious, I'm, I'm very, very excited. Thanks to you guys again, further to last Sunday. And I'm really, really ecstatic that, that, that uh, for your faith in God for praying for me. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Okay, so we've, I've prepped another couple of people. So, Lavuyo, do you want to come?
you come share with us, bro. But there's just, yeah. Levuyo, yeah, this guy's just been amping for God. <laughs> cool. So, so he's going he's gonna to carry on on this theme of healing. And he's yes. also God's done something amazing. Yes. I greet you, everyone, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm Levuyo Ponsite. Yeah. I'm staying in Zimbabwe. Yeah. At New Hope. Yeah, something did happen to me yeah, last week. So I was riding my bike yeah, to my work. So I come on the work. Before I get there, the work, I get crushed from my bike, you know? So I fall down. But what did it happen? Yeah, God did it carry me, yes, from the work till here at home. So I didn't come to put my feet on the ground because my feet were swelling. So, third man, I said, no, guys, I I'm, I'm not going to work tomorrow because I can't walk properly, no. So, before I sleep, I pray for the pain. Yes, I sleep. So, I wake up in the morning. The first thing I did do, I pray again for the pain. So, I did try to move my feet. I feel there is no pain. So the told myself, no, I must stand up. So I stand up, I put my feet on the ground. There was no pain, no swelling on my feet, as I am. I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. I say thanks also to God, yeah, to show me his miracles. So what he do, can do, even to anyone. Yes. Thank you. Um, so I think it was last week my dad touched over this slightly, but um, we had some car trouble and <laughs> we called our neighbor because he's good at cars. So then he came and fixed it. My dad was like, can I have your stepdaughter's number for my daughter? So I got her number. Keep in mind, I've never spoken a single word to her. This is two days after the Jonathan Conrad thing that we went to with Andre. Um, and I got her number. I was like, hey, if you want, we can just hang out. Or you can come to youth with us. So she straight off the bat, she's like, yeah, I'd love to come to youth. Because she, she's lived here for a year. She's got no friends, so she's super lonely, not now anyway, um, but yeah, so she came, and she came for dinner before afterwards, and Thorin and Gabe were there as well, and oh, she's just so lovely, and then at youth, she, um, she got sang over, she got prophetic words, she just got so touched, and she was crying, like for like half an hour, she just cried and cried and cried, and then she didn't get saved when they um, called, and then afterwards, she came up to me, she's like, I think I, think I want to get saved. So then my youth leader and I, we prayed for her, and now she's been coming to youth, and yeah, I'm just looking forward to building the friendship more with her. Okay, here's Ma. <laughs> Ma Ronan, she's got a word. I feel I've got a word for the young people today, because um, on Wednesday, 40 years ago, I was saved by grace, by our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and I spoke to my daughter in New Zealand, and I said to her, I feel the time we're living in now was 
exactly the same as the time I was living in 40 years ago. And, and we used to sing that song all over the world, The Spirit is Moving. Does anybody know it? Andre, sing it for us. All over the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're not that old. And I, I just want to say to you young children, uh, people, young, young children, <laughs> well, you are children to me, God's children. It's really your opportunity. The Spirit is moving all over the world. You know, people have been saying for 40 years to me that Jesus is coming soon. I didn't believe them, but he is coming much sooner in your generation than in mine. And so I'm really talking to all of you. As you go out to the UK, you are anointed, Ethan, very anointed. And I'm telling you, just stick with Jesus and you'll change the world, your world. And it's just been the most amazing thing to walk with Jesus all these years. I've loved every minute of it. It's been, I've had valleys, my dear friend, as you know. Yeah, but they're worth it because they grow you into maturity. And just stick with him. It's worth it. So I wanted to share, we had a ladies meeting yesterday just for married ladies where we spoke about sexual intimacy. It was really good. And Debbie told us that Andre has turned into a teenager. <laughs> just saying. So, um, yeah, I think, you know what? I have been to every ladies meeting in the history of Joshua Generation Church. And this one that we went to yesterday, for me, personally, was groundbreaking. And it was just the things that were discussed that we don't normally talk about. It was just good to be in a safe space with other married ladies and to have older women speaking to us that have been married for like 39, 40 years and just listening to their journeys. And so I think, um, I don't think... Jules, that our marriage is ever going to be the same again, eh? <laughs> so, so I just want to quickly say that um, I got saved out of a very abusive background where I got saved with my boyfriend who was, it was a very toxic relationship and I um, had a very warped perception of what that side of marriage was all about. And, um, and I've walked for literally years with brokenness. We've been married for 20 years now. And it feels like even yesterday that things were broken, like mindsets and um, even resentment that I carried in my heart that I was struggling with. And, you know, like real stuff. So, yeah, I just want to say that when there is a next ladies meeting for married ladies, don't be stupid and miss it. Hi, everyone. So I just wanted to say that I've been in Josh Jensen's about June last year. I was also in the same situation as Chance in a toxic relationship. And I was kind of brought out of that, saved, and at the end of my tether with, I don't know what I'm going to do, where I'm going to be, and everything, and I had a lot of kindness from a few people in the church helping me out, and it's just amazing, um, 
how everything worked out just by putting your faith more and more in God. And um, I've been discipled um, by Margaret, which is really, really amazing. I'm learning every single day um, more and more um, scriptures and uh, reading into the word and just even by myself, um, fathoming my way through the Bible, reading the devotional and just looking at the scriptures and, you know, realizing that, oh, this was in this scripture actually and Last week we also worked on Psalm 23, which somebody else mentioned. And then um, I just felt in my heart, or I've been feeling it for ages, that I wanted to be baptized. Um, And last week was, it was going to be today actually, but then Wednesday came up and I also felt in my heart Wednesday was an awesome day. And it was just the most amazing I didn't expect all the people that were there to be there. I was like, wow, everyone came. That's amazing. And um, we just had an awesome time of prayer afterwards, and I just felt extremely peaceful and just like, yeah, it was really awesome. So I'm just walking one foot in front of the other. Awesome. Awesome, Kim. Yo, God's amazing, eh? Yes, He really is. We serve an extraordinary, amazing God, eh? He really is. He's not like us. We can't, yeah, the stuff we can't conjure up or perform, it's just something out of this world, eh? And that's the type of God that we, that's why we're here. We're not here for men. If it was just about men, it would just be a show and it would be boring, but we're actually here for God that lives way in another dimension, that can just step into time and space and just do whatever He wants to do. And that's amazing, eh? That's exciting and dangerous and wild and all of that mixed together, hey? So, um, yes, guys, so I'm, so, I'm personally so encouraged. I'm not going to, like some people say at uh, events, I'm the only person standing between you and worship or between you and lunch. <laughs> like when you have something to say <laughs> and people are hungry. Or hangry, and the guy's droning on, but I'm going to keep it really short. Um, we just changed things up a little bit, and I just want to share just very, very briefly, and then we are going to just worship our amazing God, because when you hear stuff like that, I'm like, ish, I just want to give you all the glory, Lord. I just want to be in your presence and thank you, because you're amazing and marvelous. Too wonderful for words, eh? But we want to take just a few minutes just to reflect on what God is doing, what Jesus has been doing is actually supernatural, and like Dill was saying, we kind of we're experiencing some of a, something of a revival. It's something of the beginnings of something we've been praying for. And um, God, God is amazing. He is sovereign. He, is, he can step into time and space. But what I did want to share and reflect on is that actually He chooses to limit Himself through us, through these fragile jars of clay that are actually broken. And we're not perfect, guys. I mean, I'm far from perfect. I'm still a work in progress, but God chooses to use me and other people you've heard tonight. So, um, I mean, we've seen things like, we've seen, I mean, it's documented healing. I mean, Mike's on a journey, but we're really trusting for him to be, I mean, just the circumstances around his leukemia and how it happened, like God is in it, even though it's hectic. He's, we're trusting for healing. Andre has been medically certified. He's not 100% there yet, but God's done something. I mean, 
We're seeing people get saved, like Rosie. I mean, we've seen people step out, invite neighbors, um, and giving their hearts to Jesus. We see Kim getting, I'm not sure when she was saved, but she's been baptized now, and that's part of salvation. It's this journey of obedience, becoming disciples. And it's taken each one of us to do something. It, God did, didn't just step in and do the impossible. It took prayer. It took somebody laying their hands on Andre, praying. It took Kim actually saying, you know what, I'm gonna, I've heard about baptism. I've heard about this thing, this concept. And I actually want to obey God. I actually want to go down to the beach. It can be embarrassing, I mean, to be like in a public space and see all these friends. But you're around, there's unsaved people, you know, to actually go into the water. People think, most people think you're a freak if you're going to get baptized. You know, you go into the water, you know. Most of our frame of reference is it's, it's odd. But it is odd serving God, and, but it's so worth it because we're actually obeying Him. So, guys, I just wanted to say, let's, let's just think about what God is doing. Let's not just move on. We just wanted to reflect for a moment. And that's why we've shared and opened up these stories. To actually say, God, you're amazing. And we, we truly, we stand in awe of you, but... Yeah, you're doing this, but this is just the start, guys. It's just the beginning. And we go, wow, God, it's, it's incredible what you're doing, but surely you want to do more. Surely you want to use not just those select few, not those people who have the stories, but you actually want us each to have our own story. Don't you guys all want to have your own story of obedience and stepping out? I promise you it is the most exciting thing to be used by God, really. Like, I get so amped. It's boring. I promise you, I get so bored if I don't step out and do what God wants me to do. It's like frustrating, and it actually kills the life of God inside of us. But when we step out and obey God, yes, I promise you, His power flows. You feel like it's better than getting barreled if you're a surfer. It's like better than any high. I promise you, like if you surf, getting barreled is pretty cool. I mean, it's, I don't think I can truly say I've been like properly barreled. I mean, I can claim it. <laughs> Maybe I had a few cover-ups, but I mean, that is pretty cool. But being used by God is like a million times cooler than that. And um, yeah, man, and God wants to, He wants to stir us up to keep on doing it. And so, so we're going to just, I'm just going to end, I'm just going to share scripture, and then we're going to, uh, we'll probably talk about it a bit later, but we want to keep on going for what God is going for. Because it's awesome meeting in a place like this. It's awesome meeting in church, but we exist this is kind of like a hospital, guys. This is a place where people that are broken and hurt and healing come in, are healed, so that they can go out and share the gospel, share the good news, and share what God is doing. So we're going to go out and actually share what God's doing. Those people with stories, I don't want you to keep it in here. Let's be those people who are sharing it and sending the links out about Andre's story, getting all our friends on Monday night to go, hey, listen to this story. God has been doing something. We want to tell you about it. Because that's how we're going to get people to come in here and experience what we've been experiencing. Because we're actually telling them. They're not just going to automatically, they're not just going to come in here through social media and through the process of osmosis. We're actually going to be those that are stepping out. Okay. So, because Matthew 28, 19, we can maybe just stick that up. That's the only one I'm going to share. I'm actually not, uh, my preach got hijacked here, but that's all good. So, I'm just trying to compress um, like 10 minutes into two or three or five. It says here, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And this is the cool part. You can carry on. I think, is it part two? No? And lo, it says, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. And surely I'm with you 
always till the very end of the age. So as we go and step out, guess what? The Holy Spirit comes with us, and He gives us the boldness to do what He wants us to do. And you know what? Can I, can I give you a tip? We might experience goosebumps in the Holy Spirit right now. That's not just for you. It's actually to give you boldness that in the week, God gives you people's names and you go out or you're in the shops and you start telling people about Jesus, praying for people, seeing healings, seeing salvations, th- seeing things happen during the week. Not on a Wednesday and a Sunday, but out there in the marketplace, in your sphere of influence. That's where God is going to use you. So let's be bold and courageous for God. Can we do that?